Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Guys, this is still Business Garage. This is how Apostle Moses sends greetings. He didn't even greet anyone. Okay, he greeted those who stopped taking sugar. I am one of them. I have just begun the journey. Let's pray I can continue. We shall see how far it goes. But listen, this is the question on the table today. Okay? Should I reinvest all the money in my business? Should I reinvest all of it? Because I'm trying to grow my business. Okay? I started with little capital. As I put in more and it comes back and I put all of it back, I'm growing. Isn't that an advantage? Should I reinvest all of the money in my business? What are the pros? What are the cons? That is the question on the table. And from that question, we are going to... I know that some of you really want to know about how do you arrive at what to save, what to invest, what to put in welfare operations, in how, how to pay the entrepreneur. We are going there. But the first thing is, let's understand. Gentlemen, you've been in business. I, I have had my hand at business before, and even now I am, and I tried that thing before. But because in hope, okay, I had hope that when I reinvest, I grow. And indeed, I felt like I grew. <laughs> it didn't end well. Did you just use the word felt? I, I felt like I grew. But let's, let's, let's hear from you. Should we, re for the business person who's just starting, maybe they've started with very little capital, and the aim is to grow. Should I reinvest all the money in my business? Why shouldn't I if it's not okay? And why should I if it's a good idea? Talk to us. We'll Mr. Munira. <laughs> elder always to, to dig us out of the ditch because yes, some please. of these questions, they sound like trick questions. Okay. Um, thank you so much. Should we reinvest? Should we not reinvest? I think that's a very um, interesting question. You're holding two tensions, mm. which uh, I don't think that um, there's a problem with either. The thing is, the business is a separate entity from the owner. Mm -hmm. So when you say you're reinvesting everything, then that means the business is the thing. Yes. If you say you're keeping everything, then what will grow the business? So if we are reconciling those two tensions, what I would say is this. If you make the money, mm -hmm. keep some money mm -hmm. for the business, yes. then have some money for yourself. Mm -hmm. And let there be a boundary, let there be a, a, a membrane between the business and, the, and yourself. Mm -hmm. And what I would also think is that let's factor in a percentage Always, it's not emotional. It's not feeling. Oh. So you say we made a hundred k. The profit of that is forty five thousand. Yes. So thirty five will go back in the business. Then ten will remain. I hope I got the maths correct. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> so that if it is a hundred k, that's the formula applied. If it's a million, that's the formula applied. Mm. If it's ten million, that's the formula applied. You see, you also want to mitigate risk mm. at some point. 
if you keep reinvesting everything, just imagine that you reinvested everything, yeah. and as sometimes you know you can import a consignment and it gets lost. <laughs> the whole consignment gets lost. So you've grown the business to some sizable um, amount, and then you import something in China, and then the pirates take over take over the ship, and you're done. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's such a bad scenario. Okay. Uh, thank you, Grace. I think there's nothing to add. Really. Because we want to hear we want your to perspective. Hear you. Yeah, mm. it's coming. <laughs> so, uh, we're having a conversation earlier, and we talked about that, that item, the, that principle, and what it means to the business person. First mm. of all, every business person wants to make a profit. Mm. So, it's the principle of having, like, the profit principle, putting it aside is very important. Mm. But now, you also want to grow your business. Mm. Because if you're importing 10 phones, Mm. and uh, you're making 50% profit and you're not reinvesting some of the money, you're not going to go, you're going to continue importing 10 phones, 10 phones. What happens to the growth of your business? So the principle of putting aside some money for reinvesting is very key. Now, in markets like ours, you find that most times valuing your business is, is useless because no one's going to come to buy it. Mm. Yes. We're not yet there. So if you want, you keep on reinvesting all your money, you'll have good, your business will grow. It will be valued higher than it would be when you're investing less. But then, what's the point? You don't see the cash. Mm. That thing of, you're, you're profitable, you're making a lot of money, but there's no cash. Mm. Someone said that the biggest, the, the thing that AJC owes most is a lack of cash. Oh, so dear. the principle of putting aside that profit for you, the business owner, to realize it, mm. and also putting aside for your growth, and to have cash in case of emergency, whatever the case might be, is very, very important. So I find it very wise that you don't have to reinvest everything. Mm. You put aside for saving and then for saving for the business. Yep. And then you, the business owner, know a percentage that you're taking out as your profit in that season. Well, first of all, apologies to our <coughs> viewers. I know you. We are getting a lot of feedback that our channels, YouTube, and Facebook are uh, skipping a lot, especially YouTube. Uh, try out Spirit TV. Spirit TV can be found on free to air, start times, and what? Go TV. Good. Yeah, yeah, Go TV. TV. Start times, Go TV, and free to air. Spirit TV, we are live on Spirit TV. If you have access to Spirit TV, you can try it out. Otherwise, keep sharing the link. We are working. Our team is working around the clock, literally, to yeah. stabilize this. Even, the, uh, TV even the TV link is sticky. So, anyway, it's going to be all right. Yes. It's going to be all right. We want to apologize to all of you who are watching for uh, the glitch this morning. We, we are going to bounce back from it. So, yes, just be are. patient. Catch the, what you can catch and, and stick with us. Yeah. I mean, what, what the two gentlemen have said is the, is the thing. Uh, if you do not, that's where the separation principle kicks in. Mm. If you are that sacrificial founder who keeps putting back all the money in yep. the business, one day... Huh? Mm, one day what will happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you'll just say, I've suffered enough. Yeah, and then you'll dig your hands into the pot and nothing will be left, so... I think when you separate, it helps. And sometimes people wonder, how do I actually separate? For yes. me, I think the simplest way to start separating when you're a small entity, or mm. even when you're a big entity, is pay yourself a salary. 
<laughs> pay yourself a salary. Because you have to be thinking this. Uh, it's the guy who wrote the Profit First book, Mike Makalowicz, who said his, his vision is to end entrepreneurial poverty. <laughs> like, too many entrepreneurs are in poverty. Yes. They work so hard, mm. but they never, even their families are suffering. Yes. They never see the money. The question you should ask yourself if you were an employee, because remember, you are the number one employee of that business. Wow. If you needed to replace yourself, mm. built to sell, yes. how much would you pay the person who is doing your work? Oh. Okay? Now, as the entrepreneur, you can say, I'll take a pay cut. Now, the pay cut can't be zero. No, that's not a pay cut. Okay, that's where we get confused. <laughs> and that's why the things we lead somehow sometimes don't grow. Because we don't have that principle. You think the business is yours, you're suffering, so you're just going to eat all the money. No, 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 no. Separate. Pay yourself a salary, pay the taxes related, and then went and, and set aside the profit. Differentiate profit from salary. When you pay yourself a salary, you're paying the human resource cost of running that business. Mm. When you pay yourself a profit at mm. the end of the year or the quarter or the half, whatever it is, you're paying yourself as an owner. So you have to literally be two people. Yeah. Even wow. though you are one. One you approach as a worker in mm -hmm. the business and then two as an owner. owner. What the owner is paid is different from what the worker is paid. Mm. Once you've sorted that out, things become very straightforward. Now, for, in defense of the entrepreneur, mm. um, and, and I'm speaking from a place of experience, I ran a business where the reason why I was reinvesting everything, okay, it didn't work. Let's, 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 let's say that. You're it, right there. It did not work. It did not work. But the heart behind it, and someone who's probably watching is saying, no, 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 you don't understand. I started my business with maybe a little capital, and I'm trying to grow it to make it bigger. And I want to grow it quickly. So as the money comes back, I get everything, put it back in to buy fresh stock so that I expand quickly so that one day, soon, I start to pay myself. That is question number one. The heart of the entrepreneur is that that's what I'm trying to do in my mind. I'll tell you for me that I was dealing in, in, in clothes and eventually I gave the clothes away because there were very many. And like Chris said, at the end of the day, my business wasn't even saleable. So it wasn't that I have great value. You can't sell the business, so give it all away. But someone is thinking that, that I want to grow rapidly. I don't want to borrow. Can I just reinvest everything? Then maybe one year later, I can start paying myself for two years later. Secondly, how do you arrive at a salary? Even just forget about only for the entrepreneur, for anyone in the business. Like, how do you decide? Uh, how do you even calculate that calculation, it seems like it's something for people who went to a school somewhere and learned how to learn how to come up with calculations to pay salaries. Do I need to hire an accountant to be able to get to the place where I can pay a salary? Talk to us. I'm going to leave the, the part of how do you calculate a salary to Grace. <laughs> he has had. Because they employ a lot of people. But I just want to address the issue of, you said the Uganda have a saying that kacha mama meda. Wow. As in, when the thing has grown bent a certain way, once you try to correct it, mm. you're going to be breaking things. It's easier to set up the 
culture of your business when it is young and small, it's more adjustable. That's why they advise people to, to marry young. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> when you marry, you all have 40 years of life experience. Imagine a 43-year-old is marrying a 41-year-old. That is 84 years brought together. And you're trying to get rid of 84 years of life experience to start a new thing. Now, I'm not saying 43 and 42 years shouldn't get married. They should, especially if they are not yet married. Please. But it's better when it is 21 and 23. It is the truth. Because it's just, you know, like 43 years, 44 <laughs> years of life experience you're squeezing into a thing, yeah? Mm. To get it going. So, so I don't know how we even ended up with that <laughs> example. You're Maybe. a bastard at heart. Yeah, I'm a bastard at heart. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, do not assume mm. that one day when things are different, you'll change the values and culture of the oh. business. You build the values and culture of the business or the organization, the NG or the church, whatever you're running, from the get-go. Mm. That's how it works. Yeah. You've said it all. Uh, no, no, not no. How do you determine so, how, 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 do you determine the, um, how much you pay? You, you, you don't work for free. Okay? You must devote your effort to make sure this baby works. But then... Like, uh, like you said earlier, there is what you would pay someone to do what you do. Mm -hmm. Imagine you took a, a month off, how much would you pay that person who is going to do what, you're going to, what you usually do? Mm -hmm. Whether it is thinking or really uh, digging or whatever it is, there is a cost involved. There is no free labor. All labor must be paid for. Hey. Even if it is your wife doing that, it, she must be paid. Even if it is your son doing that, he must be paid. Mm. The issue is this. Look around and say realistically, running these uh, 10 branches, mm. doing these hosting meetings and all this, how much realistically would I pay someone to do that? Yeah. If it's 2 million, 5 million, 10 million, then book that in. The problem is many times we, we look at ourselves as matters, like I said last, last week, that you... you, you, you Sent grace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not, you're not, you're not, not Gonzaga, no. <laughs> so, if you're not Gonzaga, mm. then pay yourself a salary. The, the thing that uh, you've touched is very, very important. The routines and the culture you form when you're still small are what is going to stick. It's very hard after a year or two to actually change because you're forming the culture of the organization. They say, um, culture is strategy for breakfast. Mm. You're forming the culture way earlier. So if you form a culture of not being paid, or you form a culture of stealing from the business, <laughs> then that is how it's going to be. You see? Yeah. St. <laughs> Grace. But, but Chris, Chris as, uh, Pastor Chris, as you share, the question for the entrepreneur is, okay, you've told me to come up with a salary that I think, I feel I work so hard. Yeah. Okay? So I can have a salary which I could pay myself. Yeah. But maybe I'm not able to, and the business is not able to. That's why the question is, can, can't you end up crippling your business by saying, me, the way I work? Eh? How do I arrive at this salary mm -mm, logically? Mm -mm. Mm. If the business can't pay for labor, mm. it yeah. means the business is not viable. Thank you very much. 
That's exactly that. Someone said that if you get to pay yourself as an entrepreneur the mm. market rate, mm. you realize you're not making money. You realize that your business is not as profitable as it might be. Because ideally, the best place, the best type way to pay an entrepreneur is when you sell the business. Eh. Mm. Now, the, balancing the two, that's why I like the profit first idea. Because the market rate, you the entrepreneur, you cannot pay the things you do. The business cannot pay you. The moment you put that salary on paper, first of all, you realize that the next person below you is like, <laughs> you're, you're, is getting paid maybe 20%. Yes. Yeah? Of what you're getting paid. Mm. So how do you balance the two? That's why the idea of profit first, you get yourself a proper salary, but also put aside that profit. Because... The, 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 the magic with the profit first thing is that you're now going ahead to beat the principle of selling the business. Mm-hmm. You've gone ahead of the time you would want to sell your business, you're putting the profit aside. That will give you comfort and then you will work the way you have to work. Because ideally, the entrepreneur will only get paid best when they sell the business. So the thing of valuing your business in an economy like Uganda, because no one's going to come to you and buy your business. It's true. Yeah. So profit first idea is very, very brilliant with a salary. So your, your comfort is this profit aside that the lab, my actual labor is in the profit. So what's the point of this profit that you're putting aside for the business? Why won't I dip my hand in it as the entrepreneur? Again, it goes back to the issue of separation. The business and you are really separate. <laughs> yes. They are separate. <laughs> um, I think it was Chris who was saying that plug in the numbers and if you plug in the numbers, you made profit of two million, and you think you should be paid six million. Yes. Therefore, there's a negative. Mm. Then numbers don't lie. <laughs> a big, a big <laughs> negative. You know, numbers don't lie. You know, someone said that numbers don't lie. Mm. Numbers like hips, they don't lie. Hey. Hey, either you have them or you don't Marriage have them. Hips. Happening today. You can have hips when you don't have them. But you have, you can eat, but you know you can get hips. Yeah, yeah. They can be both. Oh, you can buy hips. You can buy hips. Oh, no. So, what are the numbers saying? Yeah. And if we don't respect what the numbers are saying, then we'll have trouble. Yeah. And again, in business, it goes back to that issue of costing. I don't know why it's coming back. If you don't know the different costs in your business, including labor, you don't know what you're doing. You should know how much, if you're selling phones, how much electricity, how much is contributed. When someone buys this phone, how much of that is going to electricity? How much is going to rent? How much is going to... Because typically when people are costing business, they only cost the product. Of course. Cost product and then sell and then they think the profit is what is in there. They haven't factored in the labor cost. Okay, sometimes they'll be genuine enough to say, oh, I have to pay rent if I have a place. Yes. Now, because nowadays most people are running things online and they don't have a mm-hmm. place for rent, mm-hmm. they don't even consider the rent to their house where they are running the business from. To or the data. L- let me never, not even go there. <laughs> or the data or the electricity. But, you know, to, to find out whether the business actually works, uh-huh. you have to cost all those things, the labor costs, if you're using one of the rooms in your house, mm. if, it were, if, if you were to pay the family, what? Uh, what, how much would that be? Now, you don't have to pay it at that but time, consider. but you must be conscious of it so that you know 
the way we are running, we are not yet profitable. Mm. So you're working every week to figure out, talking to people like Grace, Chris, and others, how do I turn a profit? Because honestly, we are not profitable. Wow. We are, we are, the business is, 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 is floating, okay, is above the waterline just because my wife is working for free. Yes. Or my daughter is working for free. Or I'm not paying rent for the two rooms we have taken over in the home. Mm. Or we are using the family car eh? to do deliveries yes. for free, sometimes yes. without even fueling it on the business fuel. But if you started to, you see, like, if home-baked, mm. yeah, if you were delivering with your personal car, oh. and what? You would think you're making money. Kumbe, you're, you're fueling the car with your mm, own fuel. money. Mm. So the point is, Let's, let's, you see, most people prefer to have their head in the sand yeah. like an ostrich and have the bum out <laughs> and assume that there is no danger. <laughs> yeah. It does. There is danger whether you are deciding to see it or not. not. Now, in the beginning, sacrifices must be made uh-huh. for businesses to, what? To, to survive. But that sacrifice can't be an eternal sacrifice. Ooh. It is not Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is the eternal sacrifice. Yeah, you, your sacrifice is not eternal. Mm-mm. So you already have to work out by what time the business should be paying what. By what time should they be paying your salary? By what time should you be bringing in a second person? So you have to work the graphs, the numbers. You, you know, this business, this idea of feelings, it doesn't work. Mom, it doesn't. It does mm, not. I tried. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> There's a, 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 a business we are starting at home. <clears throat> so my son is making pork and wants to sell it mm. on the market. Mm. So you order mm-hmm. and he delivers a kilo. Yeah. So we were prototyping the, the whole experiment at home. So I asked him about pricing. Mm. Then he said, okay, I'm buying the kilo at 18 and I'm selling it to you at uh, 20. Mm? Then I asked him, have you factored in mommy's saucepans? Mm. The usage of her Chaco. saucepans. Have you factored in yaka? Have you factored in the, 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 the spices that you're using? Yes. Um, and, then the, and then your labor. Yes. Then you adjusted and came to 30,000. Wow. The thing we forget is that each one of those is costed. Yes. So he thinks because there's, there's, the spices are there and the salt is there and in everything the is house. there and the water is there mm. and the yaka is there, all those are free. But they have to be costed. Now, if we say we are buying a product at 10,000 and pricing it at 12,000 or 15,000, mm. have we factored in every cost, Mm-mm. including yaka, including the cost of capital? Because this capital was given to you by someone. Yes. Yes. So wow. if you were to borrow this money, what would that be? What would it entail? What would be the cost of capital? Wow. Uh, <clears throat> I, I remembered something very interesting. We do a lot of bidding and tenders. Mm-hmm. And uh, you work on a tender, and uh, you have maybe your 10 companies, and the contract value is maybe 50 million shillings. Mm. And then your three, four people with 50 million shillings, then you find others at 20 million, 15 million. Mm. And you're wondering, 
and, this, and it's not like there's magic. It's not like mm-hmm. a multinational which can leverage some costs or whatever the case is. And you're thinking, what is, why is it disparate? Why is this difference? Yes. And comes back to costing. Then you find <clears throat> that especially government tenders or even any company, they want to work with the lowest bidder. Yes, of course. So they give you business and you start serving them oh. and then you cannot deliver. Yep. And what that does, it's killing the entire sector. Mm. Oh, no. It's killing the entire sector. So you find that the, the nation's business is not profitable because someone is not costing well, as simple as that. Yeah, because they are trying to go with the lowest the bidder. The lowest bidder. Mm. Uh, by the way, we are live on Twitter spaces and the people, the people on Twitter spaces say it is uh, seamless. Well. It's working well. Mm. You won't see us, but you'll hear us. Mm. <laughs> and I think faith comes by hearing. <laughs> even when you don't see. Mm. But you know, one of the areas where people fall victim to this thing most is construction. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. The guys who are involved in construction. Yeah. I have a friend. Mm-hmm. His name starts with a little of the alphabet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the, la- in the last half mm. of the alphabet. Mm, I mm. know that one. Somewhere <laughs> after M, going down like N to Z. <laughs> now, that's where people make, make the mess, you yeah. know. They are costing the materials, the bricks, the cement, the what. They are, you know, they are giving the client a quote. Yes. But they know that the client is getting like three quotes. Okay. So they are figuring how to underquote everyone. Wow. So usually then they are going to put in the labor costs, etc., yes. etc. Yeah. So cement, everyone knows the price. Mm. Of course, the prices will fluctuate, so you factor in the fluctuation. Mm. Sand, everything. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> then the workers, <laughs> you, you know, you know how much you pay a, a mason. Yes. Per day. Uh, where is that? The guys who push the wheelbarrow, uh, then the skilled laborers, those who do those fine, fine things. Then guess what? The guy doesn't factor in uh-huh. his own payment. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. As the one who runs the business. Nope. I have a story. You have a story, <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Go ahead. <laughs> so his own payment is not factored in. Ah. Uh... But meanwhile, those guys, eh? And then it gets worse. The, the guys, the laborers, yes. masons, what, yes. in the building mm. sector, they have to be paid every week. Saturday, mm. Saturday, mm. they will not come back on Monday. Mm. That's trouble. Meanwhile, your client, Mr. Mm. Mkisa, mm. has told you, ha, I'm expecting some, some money. Some money. <laughs> Ugandan proverb. Meanwhile, <laughs> this is building expensive. Yes. So the guy who delivers the sand is banjering you. The guy of the shop, now these workers, they want their money. So you go to your friend Kawesa and say, Wait, I'm under pressure. Mm. First student call me there, three million. He's like, okay, 10%. Yeah. You're bringing back 330. Yeah. How long? Ah, just bad. two weeks. This is 330, bad. 10%. Meanwhile, that 10% was not factored in the what? In the costing. In the costing. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, that's a bad story. <laughs> I have a story. Uh-huh. <laughs> Until Mr. Mukisa decides to, to say, you know what, I'm going to buy the materials myself. myself. You come oh. and work. You come and work. Yeah. So the guy gives you a, a quotation <laughs> to build yeah. something. <laughs> and for him, he knows he will maybe take off two, two bags of cement, uh, pipe here and there. No labor cost. Yeah. Then, he come, then you tell him, you know what, I will buy the materials. You deliver the materials. <laughs> then it's the sweating, sweating plasma because it's like I was supp- 
my profit was, was supposed to be some fictitious, fictitious extra bags of cement that were ah. not made use. Then the client decided to buy the materials yeah, themselves. themselves. Oh. No, yes, Mr. The, 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 the other, the small angle I want to bring in is, okay, so let's say that you, you, you know, you're factoring in the cost of capital. Mm. Um, banks are charging about 20, maybe 24%, right? Yeah. So that's 2% per month. Now, if you take three months to be paid, that is no longer, you have to factor in from the time you invoice or spend the money, when are you going to get paid? Mm -hmm. And that's the cost of capital. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Someone told me that if you're doing government with business, put in 10% cost of cash, of money, because they'll probably pay you late. They will, not yeah. probably. So you know that at least it's covered, even if you're to borrow the money. Five months maximum. So we're hearing a lot about costing, pricing, business person. Are you pricing your product? Well, I'm seeing a couple of you here who st are still on YouTube talking about, whoa, hey, we are doing things for free. Actually, that's why one of our businesses shut down and all, all sorts of things like that. It's never too late to rebuild and start again. And don't be afraid of changing your price because you need to be profitable. You can't keep producing a product at the same price because no. you're scared that people that can't. But it's not working. It's a case of the more you succeed, the more you fail. Yeah. Yeah, the okay. more you fail. So assuming Oops. that you've decided this sacrifice thing, yes. you're selling home-baked at a certain price yes. because you are trying to get customers from who have been buying from Grace, who have been buying from wow. Peace, you want them to buy from yes. you. So you're using your home, what, 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 what. Then you start expanding. The customers come. Yes. You grow. Nah. Meanwhile, in the exact sense, you are actually making a negative 2,000 shillings. Per package. Then you grow and you start selling a hundred packages a mm. day. A day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're making negative two hundred thousand yes, a day. That's bad. Now when you expand to five hundred packages, negative one million. So your success is a curse. It is. Mm. Yeah, once you haven't figured in the profit properly, the more you succeed, the more you fail. Oh, that's how it is. So decide to succeed from the get-go. Otherwise, stick with your job. Your boss knows how to price. That's why they're able to pay you a salary. Yeah. Just stick with your job until you have learned that business is not matterdom, as, as Grace likes to say. Wow, guys. Um, we are coming to the end of our time together already. And I think that one of the key things that has come out today is the, is the profit principle about making sure you're profitable through how you're pricing. So get help. Some of you are saying you want to say, teach us how to price. No, we may not be able to teach you that right here in this moment, but you can get help. Go to another business person. Get coaching. Go to a business coach. Get help with the details because every product is different. It's not one size fits all. So we can't do a one size fits all pricing strategy for every product here. But go and actually get help. Are you making money? Yeah, and actually one of the easiest ways, even before you can hire a coach, is mm. get mentorship. Yes. Yeah, because mentors, they are there. Yeah, they don't charge to mentor. They don't. Mm. They want to give freely. Yes. But they don't want people to waste their time. Mm. You keep coming back with your 
broken system <laughs> uh, uh, and, and victim mentality. They mm. told you what to do, you didn't do it. Then you come back bringing more problems. Wow. No, the mentor is not there to solve your problems. Ouch. You are supposed to solve your own problems. The mentor is there to simply open windows for you to see certain things based on their own what? Experience. Experience. Yeah. Any closing shots from you gentlemen? You go first. Uh, well, for me, I think what, what uh, is standing out here is that you need to know the cost of your business. Mm. And if you factor in your profit, uh, you definitely uh, make it to the next level. Yeah. Really. yeah. I think for me, my parting shots would be, I'll give everyone homework. Yay! <laughs> homework! <laughs> yeah. Read about the PARC model. PARC is P-A-R-C. Uh, people, architecture, routine, and culture. That's a pack model. Number two, read about unit economics. Unit wow. economics is... Please, sir, we are writing. Routine. Yeah, uh, culture. Culture. Yeah. People, architecture, architecture routine, culture. culture. That's yes. the pack model. Uh -huh. yes. The next one is... How you set up your business um, right from the start and then what routines you form. The next one is unit economics. Unit. Unit. U-N-I-T. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Just is this the book? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> just, uh, just look just, for just, it. Just look oh. for it. Yeah. You just look for it. Just look for it. Uh, everyone Google. is like, like uh, Google. Google. Uh, girls with this, we have never heard I'm about it. Yeah. Okay. We are, we are good students. Yeah. yeah, some nice case studies. You have some very yeah, interesting I do. case studies. I do. Eh? Apostle, parting shots, pricing, separation, talk to the entrepreneur. Pay yourself a uh, Salary, P.S. Wow. Yeah, I've also, I'm going to become wise yes. like Grace. Yes. You, you, you what? You abbreviate it. Mm. P.Y.A.S. Pay yourself. Yes. A salary. Mm. P.S. Yes. This is the P.S. principle. Mm, I like pay it. Pay yourself <laughs> a salary. <laughs> if your business can't afford to pay you, Ouch. you are not in business. You are. A saint, martyrdom. Yeah. Go, go start a shelter for the hungry, and you know, source money from these people who are making money and feed the people. Yeah. You know, sometimes I, I oh tell my staff, we are not Oxfam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you, no one is giving you donations. Has anyone ever come giving donations to Vine no. Pharmacy? No. Has anyone ever come giving donations to Dagan Bragad? Yeah. But, you know, when you run other things that I'm involved with, people give us donations. Yeah. So because we are not making profit. We rely on donations. So if you are a donations person, stick in the donations world. Don't try to merge the two things. Your heart is too soft for this thing we are talking about. You guys, look. There's been bombs being thrown around today, but they are good for us. Business person, are you paying yourself a salary? If your business cannot pay you a salary, you are not in business. So you've heard it. The profit principle, the peers principle, <laughs> the separation principle. We have homework, park model, unity economics, Unit. pay yourself a salary. Start immediately. The good thing is the month has ended. Go do the math, pay yourself the salary for end of July. Yeah. and start moving in the right direction. Get a mentor. Price your business well. Don't be afraid to price well because when you price well, you make profit and you stay in business and you impact more people and more lives. Now listen, 
you're watching us, you're listening in, and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life. Everything we do here at the center is Jesus Christ, the one who gives us meaning, gives us wisdom, teaches us to profit. And he wants to come into your life, make his home in your heart, and change your life completely, and make your life profitable. Give your life meaning. And we want to give you that opportunity. It's very simple. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, just like that, you're born again. And so would you pray a simple prayer with me today? If you're watching and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, go ahead. Just put your hand up. Say, I want to make a decision. You don't need to have an audience. As long as you put that hand up, the Holy Spirit is present where you are and he is the witness for your decision today. Pray this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I come. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Take my life. Give me yours and give my life meaning. Today I'm born again. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If you prayed that prayer, you're born again and would like to connect with you and help you make sense of what has happened today. There's a number that I want to read out to you. Please write it down and send us a message. We will be waiting to hear from you. That is 0775-642449. Let us know you made that decision and would like to walk with you. Of course, we hope to see you again at 9 a.m. right here, same place, same channel, with another fantastic service that is life-giving and uplifting. Invite your friends, your family, sit around that television set or phone or, or radio, whatever it is, and let's just, you know, congregate together and lift up the name of Jesus. But thank you for joining us. We'll see you again next week here for Business Garage, 7.30am for another fantastic topic that is going to help make your business better. Thank you for joining us. You are blessed. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555. Say